I'll test the volume. How's that in the back? It's good. Okay. So we'll explore our relationship with equanimity again today. I loved how Heather talked about this experience that we're all in as a play. You can imagine, if you've ever sat in on a play, you know, as you watch the magic that happens on that stage as the different characters come on and tell their story or sing their story, the, the scenery that suddenly will appear, and then how everything is shifting and changing. And if you're really drawn into the play, into the story, you don't really notice the costume changes and the characters disappearing to the side and the backgrounds uh, appearing and disappearing. It's all just telling the story and we get completely wrapped up in it. And the way that sometimes we get caught in our experience is like that, that play of experience. And so as we learn to open our hearts to this constantly changing experience within us and outside of us, it's equanimity that allows us to have some kind of anchor, somewhere to ground, somewhere to uh, ground this heart opening, this expansiveness. I have a few things I wanted to read to you before we began our practice. This is a quote from the Buddha. Develop a mind that is vast like the water. So I imagine this vast sea in front of us. Develop the mind that is vast like the water, where experiences both pleasant and unpleasant can appear and disappear without conflict, struggle, or harm. Rest in a mind like vast water. So he's asking us to cultivate this equanimity, this place that can hold this vast and sometimes even unpleasant, sometimes pleasant experience to be able to hold it without struggle, without harming ourselves or others. And then once we've developed that, we can actually rest in that vastness. This is a poem called The Little Duck, which I'm sure some of you have heard. It's one that gets read often on retreats like this. And it's my equanimity poem. I hope you enjoy it. Now we are ready to look at something pretty special. It is a duck riding the ocean 
a hundred feet beyond the surf, and it cuddles in the swells. There is a big heaving in the Atlantic, and he is part of it. He can rest while the Atlantic heaves, because he rests in the Atlantic. Probably he doesn't know how large the ocean is, and neither do you, but he realizes it. And what does he do, I ask you? He sits down in it. He reposes in the immediate as if it were infinite, which it is. This is religion, and the duck has it. I like the little duck. He doesn't know much, but he has religion. So, let's repose, sit in this vast ocean of experience, closing your eyes, coming to a place of ease and comfort. I really like to start by grounding the body, feeling yourself actually sitting here in contact with the chair or the cushion, feeling your feet on the floor or the mat, feeling your hands resting, feeling that contact, that heaviness, that groundedness. We use the word groundedness a lot when talking about equanimity. We might as well really feel that in the body right now. Feeling that balance. Seeing how available that is. And then when you're ready, and only when you're ready, bringing to mind a neutral person. This could be whoever you've been working with uh, for the past month, when we're working with neutral person. I'd like to also offer a suggestion of choosing someone here in the hall someone you know who is here, whom you don't know, you don't have a relationship with them other than being in the silence with them. And just recognizing that they too are in this play of experience. As Heather said yesterday, life's play rises and falls. I care deeply, regardless of your sorrows or your joys. May you remain unshaken in life's play.
You are the owner of your karma, your happiness and unhappiness depend on your actions, not so much on my wishes for you. Things are just as they are.
And now you can continue on with the neutral person. Or if you'd like, you can move into a friend wishing equanimity for someone you really care about. This is someone whose relationship is not that complicated. Someone whom, when you think of them, your heart is easily opened. And as you think of this person, just recognizing the reality that they too are in this play of experience. That within this experience of life, there is pleasant and unpleasant. And that we care about that. But it is not because we care that things will be better. They too are the owner of their karma, their happiness and unhappiness depends on their actions and not so much your wishes for them. Things are as they are. We can't control their happiness or unhappiness. Whether I understand it or not, things are unfolding according to nature. Allowing the heart to open and simply hold the truth of things. Impermanence. Things are not personal to us. And that there is suffering holding it in this vast ocean of equanimity. Things are as they are.
I care, and things are unfolding according to nature.
Now we'll move on to ourself, holding our inner play of experience with equanimity. Acknowledging that we are human. And because of that, we have ups and we have downs. Our experiences are pleasant and unpleasant, neutral. And all of this can be held with balance, with a sense of groundedness, with stillness, not being pulled in one direction or the other. I am the heir or the owner of my own karma. My happiness and unhappiness depend on my actions and not so much on the wishes I have for myself. Whether I understand it or not, things are unfolding according to nature. Things are just as they are. I really care about my happiness. But I can't control its circumstances. I can't control the pleasant and unpleasant. Things are as they are. this play of experiences up and down are unfolding according to its true nature. See if you can hold yourself in that open heart. While at the same time just keeping in mind the bigger picture of how things are. Keeping in mind your own capacity to hold what's there. To really rest in the immediate no matter what it is.
So if you'd like to stay in the silence and skip the Q&A, that's just fine. If you'd like to ask or listen to questions, uh, you can stay put. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.